Aloha and welcome to the first episode of Talk Story, a podcast for Hawaiian Airlines pilots. Today we're going to be talking about what to do in the event of an emergency, and later we'll talk with the negotiations committee about their upcoming polling project. But first, let's uh, talk about the latest MEC initiative, the Orange Card Project. Joining us today is uh, MEC Block 4 Rep. Captain Adam Feldman and Communications Committee Member First Officer Mike Davis. Later in the uh, episode, we'll be joined by Assistant Director of Engineering and Air Safety for Alpa International, Mr. Chad Ballantyne. Aloha, guys. Aloha. Aloha. Good to be here. So Thank tell you. me, what's, uh, what's the deal with these orange cards? What are they? Well, I don't know if you guys remember, I actually just got my 15-year uh, my Alpa pin the other day. So I've been Alpa for 15 years. Thank you. And one of the first things they gave us was, was this orange card. And they said, if you have a really bad day at work, uh, I think it actually says on the orange card, um, it says, if you are involved in an aircraft accident, serious incident, or time-critical safety security event, immediately call the number. The reason I, I think this is really important to discuss is in the short time I've been on the MEC, uh, over the last year, we've had a, a few incidents uh, nothing, nothing dramatic, nothing that that bad. But when I've spoken to the crews afterwards, there's a marked difference. Uh, the the impression I get from the crews for those that called the number on the orange card and their process and how they think the whole thing went versus those that did not. Uh, because we all we all you know we we all well trained pilots. You know we handle our emergencies whether you're on the bus and you're doing your ECAMs uh, or you're in the seven one and you you're doing your ICAS and then your QRHs, but. We get the plane on the ground, maybe we divert, maybe we air return, whatever that happens. Uh, we get back to the gate, we evacuate, whatever happens. When that's all over, what's next? Sure. What happens next? Sure. After uh, the dust settles. and After the dust settles. I'd actually would like to uh, almost make that, if, if somewhere we could talk to flight standards and training to make that, okay, you're at the end of the LOE, you know, you're at the gate. Right. Okay, now get out your orange card. Right. You know? <laughs> that, that no, sure. Absolutely. You know, you know yeah. it's a funny thing. I talked to Pam Huber uh, from the CIRP committee when we were trying to put these together, and she made a really good point, which is that when you are in a stressful situation, you've got the adrenaline, you've got your cortisol running, pilots and people just in general, tend to not make their best decisions Absolutely. under stressful conditions. Absolutely. And so, the, and when we go through simulator training, the whole point is to follow practices and procedures to get yourself in position to where you're able to override those. And the problem is we never talk about what happens afterwards. Sure. After you're finished up, we have no protocol for it. So if you've got sure. something to rely back on, you've got this card, you just, all you have to remember is, what's the orange thing that's in my bag right. or my lanyard? So Mike, tell me, uh, how did this project come about? And, uh, yeah, what so... What what did it take to create the orange card? Right. So Adam initiated obviously and sent it sent it to us at communications to try to put together a process. So we contacted uh, CIRP Pam Huber there and the uh, Central Air Safety Committee. Got their input as far as what we were supposed to do, what we could do to amend what was the stock generic card, the one that Adam was talking about that a lot of our pilots already had or anybody that's already been at another Alpa carrier probably has seen before. It's supposed to look like the Chance Monopoly card, right? It's supposed to be black oh. on black on orange. Yeah. It's a get out of jail free card. The idea is you're going to be across all alpa platforms right it's the old card that used to be printed out you can also go on the alpa app the alpa app says orange card right in the middle of the app it's so you can pull it up at any time you want to uh and if you go on our new website which credit to jeremy bar he's got the new website and at the very bottom of that if you scroll to the bottom it's got another orange card right there that you sure. can download print out if you want a paper copy keep it in your wallet you can um, so, but now we've got these lanyard backers, which is what we're working on. So those are going to be available and should be available at any time to any pilot that wants it. Um, just as a reference, again, when something comes up, that's the only thing you got to remember. 
Let's talk about the actual uh, process that you will experience if you have the misfortune of having to call the number. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Chad Ballantyne. He's the uh, Assistant Director of Engineering and Air Safety for uh, Alpa International. Hey, Chad. Hey, how's it going, guys? Oh, it's good. So tell us what happens uh, when you call that phone number on the back of the orange card. So whenever you call the 202 number, um, you can call it for anywhere in the world, you are going to get in touch with a person. You're not going to ever leave a message. Um, that individual is going to take down the basics, your name, your phone number, your airline, and just a brief description of what happened. Um, from there, they're going to get you in touch with somebody from the engineering or safety department that can walk you through the process of getting you an immediate triage of the event to help you through those few few minutes. But then based on the event, we're going to get you, your pilot connected with resources that they need based on the event, whether that's the safety committee, whether that's the security committee, um, any of your pilot assistance folks from CIRP, him, professional standards, um, pilot peer support, um, or even a labor relations council. We have the ability to reach out to all the resources within the within the association to get the pilots the help they need in the event of a serious incident, accident, time critical safety or security event. Can you tell me what kind of calls you receive on a day-to-day -day basis? It's not just the big accidents or incidents, is it? Some of the examples of where we get hotline calls as major accidents are going to be you know, having um, damage to the aircraft by, you know, perhaps they run into a jet bridge, um, they run into a ground power unit, um, you have a runway incursion, you, you know, get an altitude deviation or have the FAA ask you to give them a call. Um, you may get, you know, a call from the chief pilot and they say, hey, um, you just had this event, um, we'd like to uh, talk to you. And in those cases, give the hotline a call and we'll get you connected with the resources you need before you make any statements to the FA or to the company. We average somewhere between four to 500 hotline calls a year to the service. So we actually do get quite a few hotline calls. Oh, four to 500. Wow. And that's across all, of course, all of our 35 airlines and 63,000 pilots. So, I mean, we, we do average, you know, one to two a day, just, you know, a couple things, you know, just make sure that they are always reaching out if they need us. Um, we'll get them the support that they need. They can find the information on your badge backers, um, the Alpha orange card, orange sticker, the Alpha website under the pilot resource tab, and the Alpha app. Hey, thanks for phoning in. Uh, we'll talk to you sometime. 500 a year? Yeah. I I'm, didn't expect. I, thought, I was thinking, oh, they get a couple yeah. here and there. You know what? Good for them, though, honestly, because you'd rather have people being proactive and calling if they're not sure right. if they need it, because they can always tell you if they don't need right. you, right? If there's no Abs services absolutely. they can offer. Absolutely. But you'd much rather have them be proactive and call, because you know, this is what we pay for. This is dues, sure. right? Yeah. yeah, he mentioned he mentioned an altitude deviation, something you would normally just throw right. a piece up for or right. something like that. But you know what? If you've got a question, that's what you're there. In the, in the creation of the card, right? The one side of it yeah. is entirely the orange card and it's, it's all exactly what you would do in the case of an emergency. This is the stock orange card from Alpa. The back side of it, we actually got the opportunity to try to create something that might be valuable to the pilots. Which, I, that was, which I wanted to commend you on. It's, it's fantastic. Oh, thanks. It really yeah, is, I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, it's, I, I thought the whole point of it was that the top half of it, we kind of deal with 
the peace apps and how to how to follow up with some accident or incident that's very specific to our pilot and our program um you know you're you can either go online to the website which is on the card or you can call the phone number give them notification follow up within three days there's also uh, an email on there for the safety committee in case you've got any general safety concerns anything that you want to bring up that you want to pass along to somebody um, but the other thing is we wanted to make this as user friendly as possible make it something that you want to keep handy on your on your pilot on your person at, at any time just so that pilots would keep it basically yeah. one of them is we've got this new phone number uh for the contract compliance team we got the phone number and the email we, we tried to spitball what would be the most used uh items or, or emails that we've got so i think we've got the scheduling committee so flicka questions anything that you've got for hotels jump seats stuff that people would would need all the time you got the last two out of order but that was really I, good <laughs> <I'm so sorry. laughs> uh, because i i made the cards and i had the resource handy i can tell you personally for the last three or four months anytime that i've had a contract issue i go onto my phone look up my in dropbox where i've got the file so that I can look up the orange card, so that I can reference it. So to me, at least, hopefully it's, it'll, it'll be as useful to everybody else as it was for me. So Sean, when all said and done, this is really the core of what Alpa does. This is what your dues are paying for. We have all these resources available to you, but again, Alpa is here to advocate for the pilots. And should you find yourself having a bad day at work, uh, this allows you access to these resources. And it, it really can make a huge difference uh, when we look at the outcome of that. So I encourage you, pick up the cards. They're going to be in the Alpa office or at the duty office desk or just ask one of your reps for them uh, or use the number right off your cell phone, but but take advantage of it. That's what you're paying dues That's for. That's good. Go get your orange cards. Keep it on you. Keep it on your lanyard. Hope you don't need it. Well, that was great, guys. Thanks for joining us today. When we come back, we'll have a chat with MEC Chairman Larry Payne and the Negotiating Committee about an upcoming polling campaign. Stay tuned. Hey guys, Ethan Pearson Pomerantz here to let you know that on February 19th, there's an MEC meeting that you're not invited to. But on February 18th, there's an LEC meeting and you are most certainly invited to that one. There'll be two sessions, one at 10 a.m. and one at 1 p.m. Parking's available on the upstairs deck. You can get a sticker from Joe Jan and free food will be provided. Free food. What pilot doesn't want free food? So we'll see you there, February 18th, 10 a.m. or 1 p.m. Okay, we're back. Uh, this is the first episode of uh, Talk Story, the Hawaiian Airlines Pilot Podcast. Uh, for this uh, section, we've got uh, Negotiations uh, Committee Chairman Captain Doug Grant, uh, MEC Chairman Captain Larry Payne, and a Negotiating Committee Member uh, Captain Rod Willoughby. Hey, guys, how you doing? Pretty good. Doing well. Yeah, how's uh, how's the new year treating you? It's good. Getting ready. Larry, any anything big uh, coming up in twenty twenty? Yeah, look out. New office. New office. It's pretty cool. Yeah, new digs. New attitude. New podcast. New podcasts. And uh, you know, you said in your New Year's uh, uh, message that we're gonna uh, start this year by uh, polling. You want to talk about that a little bit? Um, I think just like the comms said last week, we want to get out ahead of the pilots on this. I think Doug and his crew have done a good job of putting together a great list of questions just to get a pulse on where the pilots are at. Uh, as in 18 months, we are going to start our openers for the next contract. So we just want to get out ahead of it and see where the, what the, what the thoughts are of the pilots, um, and what's important to them here in the new year. The... Uh, negotiating committee gets their direction from the MEC and the MEC gets the direction from the pilot group and the, the best way for that direction to be communicated to the, 
our leadership is through polling. So we do web polling, which we'll be doing in January, and then we'll also be doing a telephone survey uh, in a couple months. Rob, tell me uh, some of the things that will be covered in uh, this this year's worth of polling. Uh, well, we're touching on uh, just a lot of different aspects of the contract and uh, what the pilot group rates as the most important things. Um, so whether that's pay rates, scheduling, vacation, training credit, those types of things. Um, you know, how important you think a, uh, a new comfort pony is in the next contract. So um, just looking what at What about the- my chicken? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want ponies. I want chickens. <laughs> So it's just more, it's more than just pay rates and crew meals. You get, you Absolutely. get the whole encompassing. We have our work rules. We got our benefits, retirement benefits, medical benefits. So it's a big package. And the, uh, the poll is going to start out this first one. When you guys see this first, first web poll, it's going to be pretty broad. I mean, specifically uh, designed to have very broad questions. And um, as we move, out, move toward that opener, the polling and the surveys are going to get more uh, narrower in their questions and be more specific. So when when the bullets get flying and you're you're doing a, a contract negotiation, I hide behind Rob. Yeah, that's why you hire a big, <laughs> big tall dude like Rob. Um, how important is it to get good data out of pilot polling? Like what what do you actually use it for when you're in the negotiations? There's a couple on the on the polling. There are questions that are specific to the contract negotiations and getting a sense of what the pilots want in and um, in added to the contract or change the contract and then you also have questions to determine what the uh, militancy is this might be a word to use of the how pilot strong group, how strong how they strong are they want it want yeah. it or how strong they're about fighting for it yeah um, you know that's very important to the MEC to decide uh, the strategies they're going to take. I'm sure, like Larry, you get angry phone calls all the time. This is this is the chance for everybody to get their voice heard, huh? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I think Doug and Rob have both touched on it here that they get tasked by the MEC as far as negotiating goes. Frankly, the MEC serves at the pleasure of the pilots. I mean, it's the pilots that are going to drive this thing, and it's it's this polling is literally their chance to be heard by the time we start contract talks we have to be prepared right and that means the having the pilots being uh educated on everything and the only way really to be educated on everything is to participate all the way through during all the time so rob tell me about what pilots will actually see when we start polling uh we start off with a web poll in February? We do. We're going to start with the web poll. So it'll be uh, mostly a simple questionnaire where you'll rate things on uh, importance and rank things as far as, you know, what you view as the most important item. And then subsequently we'll be doing a telephone poll, um, which we had done in the last section six as well. Initial one is the web poll and there'll be some standard questions and then also a text box where you can enter in some of your own uh, personal views as well so you can really give it to larry sure <laughs> it's just what he likes and he's gonna read everyone yeah. right <laughs> i think it's important to note too though that 18 months seems like a long time to get out in front of this but in uh, actual no fact <laughs> it's not at all i mean it takes that long to, to for doug and his team and the mec to prepare uh, for openers when they start and that's why we're getting out in front of this and and 
you know, I mentioned LEC meetings earlier. It's, you know, now is going to be when this stuff gets starts getting talked about at LEC meetings. So it's important to continue coming out to those meetings. Let's wrap it up here with a just question to all three of you. For web polling to be effective, um, we need to hit a pretty high mark in participation. Do you have that? Do you know that number? Alaska just had one and they got 95%. Right. So we, we need that to hit impressive. close to everybody. Yeah, I'd love to beat that number. Okay. And why is it important? Because it's not it's 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 not a sampling. If we get a hundred percent participation on a web poll, that means every pilot participated. There's no sampling. I mean, that is a that is the best data we can get. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks, Doug, Larry, Rob, uh, for the discussion, uh, and thank you, the listener, for joining us on this the first episode of Talk Story, a podcast for Hawaiian Airlines pilots. Hopefully, it's the first of many. Uh, If you like what you heard, do drop us a line or give us your feedback, and we'll see you next time. Aloha.